Hello, and welcome to The Adventure Continues, where members of Big Bad Evil Guys sit down to discuss the current actual play campaign taking place. As, and that's kind of all we're covering today. I was going to maybe put together some trivia, but uh, tonight it's it's me and Sora. So the two of us are just going to talk about episodes uh, 14, 15, and 16. Um, between a hurricane, uh, some screwy scheduling, and a myriad of other things, uh, we ended up posting this episode a week late, so my apologies. Uh, but it's here now. Well, not right now, because for us it's Thursday, but on Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. Um, hi, Sora. Hi, hello. <laughs> um, so episode 14 we're just going to jump right into it and uh, oh actually I want to say one other thing real quick next uh, so last episode of the adventure continues I had trivia questions uh, I'm putting that to the side tonight uh, but on episode 8 we're going to have them all over again and my trivia questions are going to focus more on the campaign as opposed to a broad knowledge of Dungeons and Dragons, because I I don't know, I like that idea better. Yeah. Uh, and I get to test them on how much they're paying attention, so. They don't take notes. <laughs> what is notes? I, I believe that, and it bothers me. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I think I may have explained this before, but if you look at my sheet, it just says Renacot 2 Fish. Renacott three fish. Renacott yeah. one fish. I'm, I'm, I'm you, not kidding. I'm going to make you start catching things other than fish. No. Hmm. You catch a boot. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> I should have caught a boot the other... Like, whenever fucking Lenar caught all those fish. Yes. It's yeah. A... That would have been the time. Maybe you catch a broken fishing pole. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so... Uh, we're going to go all the way back three weeks to session 14 titled death knell. Um, this, uh, this episode actually takes place. Uh, it starts immediately after, uh, the group found the body of Ta Thalia Tia Thomas. Mm -hmm. Uh, so yeah. RIP. So that was, yeah, that was hard. I, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know if I said it last. Adventures continue, but you know, she two things like she's the first NPC that we've lost in this campaign, and fuck, did that hurt to do? That was just rough. Well, first that we interacted with. Uh, uh yes, yeah, yeah, the first one. Yeah, that's you know what you're right because the, we did have some villagers die earlier on. Um, but, uh, they, uh, they were kind of nameless. Yeah. Uh, so you all found Talia. Do you, well, she had a injury. She had a hole in her chest, essentially. Um, and there was damage of the tree behind her. Um, even with all you know now, wh what did you think? think happened to her uh it, it i mean even after like everybody investigating the area and by everybody i mean mainly tim um mm -hmm. it really seems like it was a wrong place wrong time deal um can't really tell though i remember you said that there was not much of a it didn't look like there was much of a scuffle uh yeah so, I don't know. Eh, some uh, did we determine it was it was goblin feedies or kobold feedies? I that's the only thing I don't remember. Um, I know there was talk of both. I oh, you're making me think. I didn't I didn't write that those specifics down. Oh, um, you're over here yelling at me about not taking notes. Hey, hey, <laughs> quiet. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, it was, uh, goblin feedies that, uh, he had Sorry. found, like, kind of, like, scattered nearby. Right. So. 
Okay, okay, okay. So, I don't know. I, I mean, goblins suck sometimes, and they're mean sometimes also. So, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't know. They, they, in this particular scenario, I don't think they've ever not sucked. So, yeah, it really does seem like it was just wrong place, wrong time, and yeah. Um, you did while you were investigating. I remember you doing this. I don't remember what the what brought it to the forefront so quickly, but I do remember Rena um, shimmied her way up a tree yeah. to uh, get a look at where the wildfire was going, mm -hmm. um, which showed that it was moving away from the village. Right. So that was. Uh, that was good news for you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Cassidy, uh, you know, time passed. You guys investigated for a while. Tim vowed to get uh, Talia back one day, mm -hmm. which I fully believe he will find a way to do, whether oh, yeah. it's in the notes to do it or not. <laughs> um, he's actually said that multiple sessions now so mm -hmm. um let's see uh an, um an arrangement of the other things happened cassidy crafted a new weapon for uh rarissa using the um claw uh, i'm sorry using the burrow lizard beaks mm -hmm. that's what those are by the way i don't know if yeah. we uh mentioned that but mm -hmm. and it appears that her weapon was when she crafted the weapon it was imbued with magic yeah which i think i'm curious to see where that goes uh i mean i realize i'm the dm and i'm saying that but like i was very specific on what happened so it's like are they going to try and pursue that i don't know buff if you will uh you know or is it just like one and done oh well you know we'll we'll figure it out sometime i think with everything um kind of calming down a bit uh mm. it might be a good time to kind of explore it mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. especially with kind of needing to fortify defenses um, yeah it yeah. would probably be really good for magical weapons to get in the hands of the shepherds and the rangers so that's a lot of magic that is indeed a lot of magic or um, we build a wall <laughs> i mean why not both <laughs> that's true um so that happened uh Ulrich and the rangers uh basically put in double time and did a patrol i was gonna say a parole <laughs> a patrol around the village no, uh they found on parole yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they found everything from goblin tracks to um, kobold, or yeah, we determined kobold tracks and very large, one very large footprint of uh, undetermined origin. Uh, let's see. Uh, Tim brought Talia to Whisper's place to be prepared, for the body to be prepared. Um, and I kind of wish that we had Colby in here because this session was so heavily focused on him. Mm -hmm. uh, but I well, actually, I mean, maybe it's good that he's not because I can get your idea on it because it's pretty clear how he feels, uh, the character at least, but like Tim's starting to realize maybe that he's got a lot on his plate. Mm -hmm. He does a lot. He does. He does. He's taken on um, far too much responsibility, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he teaches the kids. Uh, he helps on the farm. He's working with the measure now. Uh, until they find someone else, he's going to be running the apothecary. Like, uh, Oh, in which, while he was cleaning up the apothecary, uh, he did find... Talia's recipe for the healing potion. Very vital. I'm I'm very glad that that was not lost. It would have been lost for a long time if he didn't find it when he did, and he rolled really high. So, yeah. 
Um, I mean, he's talented. I'd, I'd really like to think that at some point he would have been able to recreate it without, um, you know, the recipe for it, but... Yeah, it's not impossible. Yeah. So, and you're right, he is, he is rather intelligent, so... Uh, Tim eventually went back to Whisper, and she couldn't find... She couldn't determine what killed Talia. Uh, what exact weapon was used or method? So, it was a, it was quite abnormal to her knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh after that at some point, uh, Rarissa and Anthea put together a list of ingredients needed for burn salve, which was what Thalia uh, it was believed that's what Thalia was out collecting. Um. So they made a list of that together. Uh, and we then we had that moment where Tim uh, blew up the farm summoning bell uh, in order to get his family's attention. Yeah, but not before ordering a new one. Yeah, he, you know what? You're right. Yes, he did order a new bell first. Which, freaking hilarious. Yeah. And I was like, why is he ordering a new bell? Like, I don't understand. And I was like, oh, oh, that makes uh, sense now. <laughs> Yeah, it was funny because he's just like, oh, well, you know, the other one's getting old. And I'm like, is this in my head? I'm like, is this really the time for this? Is this like, is this Tim trying to block out like the Mm-mm. the big thing at hand and just like keeping his his head busy? Honestly, best use of the shatter spell I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. It was such an if you know, it was it was all very sad, but it was a pretty, pretty big moment, you know. Mm-hmm. When he shattered that bell and everybody came running, um, and that was that was I think that was the the saddest part of this whole thing. Uh, him talking with his family about what happened. Yeah, um, for sure. Not not fun emotions to have to convey. <laughs> he he kept it together very well though. Mm-hmm. Um, pure shock, I imagine. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, he really held it together. Um, I, you know, I know Tim's very level-headed, but I really thought there was going to be a little bit of a explosion. So I think that was the bell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, now that you say that, yeah. <laughs> Checks out. Um. Yeah. So he sh- he shared that with them. And- at some point, uh, you all gathered at the inn, I think, uh, not the inn, I'm sorry, the tavern, and uh, I think you played Bloody Knuckles. I'm losing track of how often you play Bloody Knuckles. Yeah. it was. Very, I think it was very small. I think it was just Rena and, fuck, I don't know. Uh, Ulrich, I think. Ulrich, oh, no, yeah. Ricky. Ricky. Ricky, yeah. And, and yeah. one. No, I don't remember. I thought you did. I know it won like the first time, I'm pretty sure. Okay, maybe that's what it was. I think Rena got her ass handed to her the second time. Maybe, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And while you're all together, though, and this uh, this is just like Tim, the group as a whole, all of you started to realize that, you know, your responsibilities are probably going to have to shift. Um. And maybe like your primary responsibilities are having to turn secondary in the measure, your responsibilities as the measure become the primary. Right. Because there's so much shit going on. Which, yeah, that's, that's going to affect a lot. I mean, for Rena at least. Um, yeah. You know, she fishes three days out of the week um, mm-hmm. and then works the tavern two days. Yeah. Which the tavern is uh, honestly secondary, um, mm-hmm. in my opinion. You know, not that, uh, you know, it's not great, but fish yeah. she's bringing in probably more, mo- more if not most of her money, um, and feeding the village. Yeah, so, of course. Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, kind of I, I viewed you and Rarissa's time at the tavern while you are working. It's kind of like... Um, family time. Yeah, 
for sure. Because you get to work with your mom mm-hmm. and, you know. And the Ten Woods and everything. And so the Ten Woods. Yeah, the Ten Woods might as well be like grandparents, you know, mm-hmm. with how familiar they are with your family and how how long they've been in your lives, your whole lives. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, I, that's maybe not such a big deal. But, you know, like, they're going to have one less. This, this is just a th- like, I'm thinking about it priorities shift they're going to have one less fisherman or fisherwoman they're going to have one less blacksmith they're going to have i don't want to say one less ranger because Ulrich's primary um responsibility right now kind of interchanges with the measure a little bit he's still making it a point to do everything that's needed of him Um, yeah yeah he's trying yeah but there's things that are coming up that I'll get to later that will circle back around to this point. But, um, and, you know, the apiary's been out of commission. Um, but, like, it's going to, at least for a short period of time, possibly put a little bit of a strain on the village. Mm-hmm. Not one that's going to make it topple. But, like, why are, isn't my order done sooner at the smith? Or... What do you mean you don't have any more fish? Like, you know, you always have this many. That sort of thing. I ordered a fishing knife, like, session three. Yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's time to go talk to Persephone now and ask her <laughs> for the fishing knife. <laughs> I kind of forgot about it. And it was, like, two sessions ago. I was like, oh, kind of need to yep. order or check on my order because uh has <laughs> been forgotten about. <laughs> Um, um, yeah, no, no, no. It, it makes sense. I mean, yeah. thankfully, there's not just one fisher, one blacksmith. Um, that would be really bad. Yeah. That would definitely put a negative strain on things, a really bad strain mm-hmm. on things. Like, obviously, there's still, you know, Lenar and River and then Georgie as well, who doesn't yeah. usually come out with us. No, so, he's he's got his own little boat that he ties to the bridge and just lets himself hit the current. Yeah. So lets the I young mean, kids do their thing. Yeah, so it, it's not so much of a detriment as, like, again, blacksmith. And then Tim, you know, the teacher, the, yeah. you know, temp apothecary, like, he's doing, mm-hmm. at the farmer, he's doing far too much. Yeah, like, he really is. He's a big asset to, to the village. <clears throat> so. Um. Yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting dynamic on the village. It's mm-hmm. all the different ways you guys affect it, and just the way that the things in the forest affect the village has been interesting to have to determine. So, um, I've never, well, no, I've never. I, I will reword this. What I was just about to say, I've never DM'd a game that stays in one place like this for so long, and it's weird. But it really does let you get that that microscopic perspective of just watching the domino effect, you know? Mm-hmm. So, well, after your time at the inn, uh, or after Tim's time at the inn, or, oh, I said it again, the tavern. After Tim's mm-hmm. time at the Drunken Dragon, he leaves to go home, and uh, he's visited by Piety. Uh, who tells him that the envoys are leaving and uh, a collection of other things tells him, answers his question of how old she was, uh, telling him she's in her 900s, approaching a thousand. Um, he shouldn't have mentioned the tree, a.k.a. Mirna, to Callus. Mm-hmm. Specifically, what she asked him not to do, and he did it anyway. Not not out of disrespect, just forgetfulness. And she got laughed at when she said it, but Piety said to him that she believes in Grey Stand, meaning she thinks that they can make it through this. Um, but did did you have any thoughts on that? Yeah. Um. Or about piety in general? You know, I, I like piety. Mm-hmm. I gotta be honest. Uh, you know, I I, I know uh, Tim, Tim's a charmer, so I think she kind of picked up on that and 
um, kind of entertained the yeah. the niceties, I guess. I don't know how to explain this. I'm probably messing sure. this up, but anyway. Um, no, 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 you're doing I, good. Piety's pretty, uh, pretty okay. So as far, for so good. As for believing in us, uh, uh, what? Like you don't think she believes in you, or you think it's like uh, a wasted effort? I don't know if we can make it out of this. <laughs> so a wasted effort. Yeah. It's well. A lot. Yeah. So. Uh, well, we'll touch back on that in a little bit. Um. After that discussion, Ulrich. Oh, Tim went back to the tavern and was kind of dropping hints because he knew he shouldn't tell anybody that the envoys are leaving because Piety often confides things in him without saying don't say anything. It's kind of like an unspoken rule. Mm-hmm. Ulrich went, picked up on the cues, though, and went to the temple and spoke to the envoys and asked them a bunch of questions about the originator. And uh, I think the main thing to take from it is... Uh, Callus uh, doesn't approve of all of the originator's decision. Yeah. He's kind of a dick about it, mm-hmm. as he is. Yeah, when is he not? Choked Rena mm-hmm. out. He Probably also gave her out. a spell that almost killed her. Yeah. Yeah. At least I he mean, gave her the heads up. Yeah. I mean, fair. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that was the end of session 14. Um. The following session, session 15, Parting Ways, um, there was a little bit, uh, blah, 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 sorry, time progressed to the next day. Uh, the measure starts to go about their daily activities and, well, not even their daily activities, actually. They're just getting ready mm-hmm. uh, for the service. I think there was a little bit of fishing in there. Because isn't that when, yeah, that was when uh, you were out on the floating platform and Lennar knocked River into the river. Yeah. Yeah, accidentally. uh, I dove into it. And you dove into the rushing river, yeah. Yeah. So they went about their daily activities and Zuela's got ready for Talia's service, which I thought was kind of cute, by the way. Like the girls going around and making sure they're ready and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, during that time, pre-setup, Tim was tidying and sorting Talia's shop in preparation for a new person to take over who has still not been found. Um, oh, we also put together that basket. I was. That was the oh, next <laughs> thing on my list. I don't know how you knew that. Uh, telepathy. Uh, oh, no. Don't, don't stay in here. <laughs> You put together a basket for the Thomas family, which was well-received. I didn't focus on it too heavily, but they were very grateful for it. It's like when you you bring a a charcuterie board, you know, to the service or whatever. It's like, oh, thanks, you know. I mean, it's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I I didn't expect a, a... like, oh my god, thank you so much. This is amazing. Cause, it was like a floral basket, though. It was very nice. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, um, after, uh, oh, that wasn't even the service yet. Uh, you hadn't made it to the service. Right. Um, wait, when did this happen? Did we get the basket afterwards? I think we did. I think my notes are out of order. Yeah. Um, yeah, Talia's service uh, was held. But before the service, you guys were at the tavern. Because mm-hmm. you messed with the alchemy jug. Oh, yeah. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, Rena went to go talk with Callus. Mm hmm. And she didn't pick up on the cues. From the previous night, yeah. Previous night, yeah, and so we went to the the temple, and mm-hmm. it was just the um, oh my god, the leaders there. Mm-hmm. Rena tried to sneak in, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but Levana saw you. Yeah, I rolled for it. Like of course I wasn't, I wasn't 
intentionally taking the wind out of your sails. No, 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 no. It's okay. I understand. <clears throat> anyway, um, <laughs> and then we found out the boon that was bestowed upon us was an alchemy jug. I think it's a pretty cool boon. Yeah. You ain't never going to run out of fresh water. There's no way that that town is going to drink that much water, or a village is going to drink that much water in a day. No, yeah, it's 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 definitely good. Um, it it's good to to keep the village going, uh, in terms of food, water. Uh, you know, we got mayonnaise. mayonnaise. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then alcohol as well. But um, yeah. in in terms of it helping advance our village, I don't know. <laughs> um. Well, know. here's a here's a question. Here's an answer. In your current situation, what mm -hmm. do you think is more important, survival or enhancement? Putting out the fucking fire. Sounds like a survival answer to me. Yes. <laughs> so, something to yeah. consider. I, so that happened before the service, I think, though. Yes, it was. It was the day before, because. Because we, I think, started. Right. Yeah. You're right. Yes. Mm -hmm. So there was a there was a day in between. Mm -hmm. That's where I'm missing. So the day before the service, you did your daily activities. Tim tidied the shop. Um, you all didn't give it to them yet, but you put the basket together because you mm -hmm. went out into the woods to go look for stuff. It's all coming yeah. back to me now. This is what <laughs> happens when we take three weeks to do these. I just forget shit. Um. And that's and then you were at the tavern afterwards to relax. That's when Rena ran Callus because I think Alric was like, "Yeah, if you want to say something to him, you should probably go say something to them now." Yeah, and she was like, "Ah, oh, shit." All yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was also after you fucked with the alchemy jug. That's when you all decided yep. you're all going to move into the court, mm -hmm. which pretty pretty big deal in my opinion. Yeah, like. Yeah. It's not like you're leaving the village, but you're committing to the group. Mm -hmm. It's like when you move in with your, your boyfriend or your girlfriend, but in this case, you're moving in with uh, four other lunatics and you're, you know, going to save the world. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Exactly. <laughs> your, your crazy powers combined. <laughs> um, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then... So that day, you didn't move in yet. You all decided one more day at home. Right. So you had one more day at home, spent the night. And then the next morning, everybody started getting ready. Uh, I believe this is the session. Yeah, this is the session that uh, Amber was absent. So there, was, there wasn't really much Cassidy present. Right. Um, so Rena, Rarissa, and Anthea were going around. And getting ready and getting stuff together. And I remember they all went to Ulrich's place <laughs> to help him get ready. That was really funny. It was. But he, it... he was like, basically said that uh, Ulrich looked a little, uh, I don't want to say disheveled. I don't think that's the correct word, but. A mess? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, Rena was like, oh God, no, I got to fix this. <laughs> like... he, he was really conveying. Heavy bachelor vibes. Yep, yep. With the way the the his his home is and everything. Too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like just all the little things he was describing. I was like, man, this sounds like the room I rented when I was in my twenties. <laughs> I was like, this is spot on. What's all this stuff that I need? It's going on the bed. Oh, I have to go to sleep. Let's just push it onto the floor. It's like, yep. yep. Leave the um, sheets off the bed. They were yeah. washed four days ago, but they never made it back on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so after you get him set, you all go to the service then. Um, and Lavana and Tim spoke in front of the crowd in honor of Talia. Tim did amazing. Mm -hmm. No question. I loved it. He really did a good job. I was impressed. By the way, guys, if you if you um, if you only listen to the audio portion of the show, I do suggest going back to session 15 and watching it at least for a little bit because Colby, who plays Tim, dressed for a funeral for that session. Yeah. And he's a sharp dresser, but I just for the commitment, you know, and of course, of course, we, we can never not mention 
you know, uh, Luna dresses up every session, not for a funeral, but as her character. But <laughs> check out the VOD. It, you know, it gives you that extra little depth of emerging, uh, emerging, emerging. You're doing good. I'm. I still said it wrong. Emerging. So they you get the ex- you get the expressions <laughs> on people's faces and everything. So. But yeah, uh, Colby dressed for a funeral, which I thought was pretty yeah. amazing. And, um, and his, uh, his speech was very, um, it was very well spoken. Yes, very. Um, kind of heartbreaking. I was tearing up. I got to be honest. During the yeah. whole service, uh, fictional funeral or not, still, still sad. You know, that's one of the things I love about tabletop role play, though. Like you just get so invested. Mm-hmm. You really. F- feel for the characters and i think it even has a deeper emotional connection when the character is a player character oh yeah because you know that they're invested i mean they they, i think they have to be invested in order for it to work because if there's someone that just doesn't care oh my family died in a fire you know they don't really give a shit then it's hard for you to be invested but when everybody is like it hits it hits hard Mm mm-hmm but his speech was awesome. What did you think about Levana? You don't have to ask me what I think about Levana. I mean the speech, not generally. Like, And I don't mean, did she speak really well? Because I'm not asking that. I'm not going to ask that because I was the one doing the speaking. Mm. I'm asking, like, her demeanor. Like, did it surprise you for her to, wait, to act the way she did? Because all the other times, at least during sessions... When you see her, it's with some form of hostility. I mean, it also helps that when I see her, I'm a, I'm existing. So, you know, <laughs> that uh, my presence yeah. offends her. But, um, no, it was, it was really nice seeing her being able to put aside the hostility mm. um, for a session. Or at least, you know, a little bit. Um, I'm sure if Rena had... Or Rarissa, mainly Rena, walked up to her and said anything. Things would have been a little bit different. Like, I would have gotten the short pettiness. Because, you know, there's always that one person at, at, at a funeral that's just still sure. being an, an ass for no reason. Still um, being and, themselves. Yeah. So, <laughs> I I appreciate that I did not um, have to do that. But, no, I, 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 enjoyed, I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed I showing a different side of her. Mm-hmm. As brief as it may have been. It's a time and a place, you know? Yeah, of course. Um, So, after the the service, you all... Oh, no, actually, I'm sorry. During the service, Ulrich and Tim noticed an individual on the edge of the forest. Yeah. Very large person with black, like, uh, dread... Kind of of like dreadlock. um, Long dreadlock. uh, Black what looked like black fur going down his arms. He had a uh, a red tint to his nose and he kind of had like floppy ears a little bit. They kind of flopped down some. Um, he was very tall. He was over seven feet tall standing there with a quarterstaff. Um, they, and they, they talked to him, asked him, he didn't quite retreat. I think the best way to describe it is he was cautious. Uh, but he told them that he was just there to pay his respect. When they asked what his name was, he said he didn't have a name. And Tim named him Russ. Mm-hmm. It hurts me to say that. Yes. I, I I don't know if I made a face during the during the stream, but... You were uh, getting real excited. Yeah. I'm not sure why. Because it was before he named him Russ. Oh, okay. So, I gotta be honest. And my theory is completely out the window now. Because mm-hmm. of how mysterious he was being described as. I was like, tell me this is like the fucking originator. Just like watching uh... from afar. Because that's kind of the vibe that I was getting. Um, And I was like, there's no way. Like, he's not gonna do this, right? Nah. Nah, he wouldn't do this. Um... <laughs> And then once you got into the description, I was like, oh, okay, no, it's not, it's not, it's not. But um, who knows? Yeah. He could take many forms. Mm. You don't know. Mm. 
or she even you all refer to them in the masculine it could be a female Mm. anyway (laughs) who's to say uh yes anyway so after that service ended everyone went to the thomas house for celebration of life and we kind of faded out we actually rewound things a little bit uh to the night before where rarissa was sitting alone in her room and started to talk to jules yep asking him if he knew where they could they the village could find help and he told rarissa about the great city of thrix that was such a good note to end on yes i loved that i was like thank you luna because she messaged me and she goes Oh damn! I was I was gonna have a conversation with Jules before the night before the day ended, you know, the previous day, right? And we were already like in the service when she said that, and I was like, "I got you." I was like, "It flowed correctly." Having to do that little rewind makes sense, yeah. in my opinion. I I was fine with it. Yeah, I mean, it created a cinematic climactic conclusion to the episode, so mm-hmm. I I'm all here for it. So that was the end of uh, of that of session fifteen. Oh, and then uh, we gave them the basket before that. Yes, <laughs> you the gave basket. them the you gave them the basket <laughs> at the celebration of life. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah. Sorry. No, no, it's fine. I, I, yeah, I didn't write that part. I wrote making the basket, but not giving the basket in the notes. It's totally it's fine. Very important to note that they got their fish and chicken fungus. Okay. Yes. Yes yes anyway sorry um chicken fungus is very important uh if you don't know what we're talking about go watch the episode um session 16 which is already out as of the time of your listening to this it's over on youtube and it's over on your main podcast areas amazon music spotify iHeartRadio, and um Apple Podcasts, uh, Session 16. It's called Rocks and Bloody Knuckles, which I fucking love that title, by the way. <laughs> it it like, good. it's a little poetic, mm-hmm. but also nonsensical. Right. Um, so this was one of those sessions where I had a shit ton of notes and didn't touch any of them. <laughs> which was, was just fine because I love that because that makes next week a little easier for me. Hey, and you know, honestly, our group, I think cares far more about like role play. Um, oh, yeah. And it, you know, thankfully we don't just want to fist fight everything. I mean, some of us probably do. So, you know, we could, we could stretch out role play for, for f- six hours if you'd let us. I know. So, and I would let you. Like, you guys <laughs> are so entertaining and you are hilarious and I love every second of it. So, uh, and it's quality stuff too. It's not, it's not just bullshit. I mean, rock throwing though. I was just gonna say spending 10 minutes throwing rocks into the air was a little silly but it was it was silly it was funny it was you know you did have a purpose um and like uh Colby said if this isn't what D&D is for then I'm leaving <laughs> <laughs> like you can't tell me this isn't what D&D was meant for um so you all spent a little more time at celebration of life Tim introduced his youngest brother Tam to Ulrich, uh, to which Tim said, Hey, Ulrich, why don't you teach Tam bloody knuckles? <laughs> and Tam um, learned and dominated Ulrich in bloody knuckles. Yep. He did not lose a single round, which was crazy. And you know what? You want to know something? Hmm. No modifier. That's, that's great. I rolled high every time because I was like, dexterity. I was like, this kid's a farmer. I was like, he doesn't have a lot of dexterity. If anything, he has strength. So it was like, with no modifier, we'll just fly by the seat of our pants and hope that the 20s are nice. And they were for a while, so it kind of worked out for Tam. Right. Um, so that happened. Um, Rena and Rarissa... Uh, with Tim's intervention, very briefly confronted their mother about moving out. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I think it went well. 
Yeah. That's because your back was turned. You yep. didn't see the face you were getting. Yep. As you ran away. <laughs> um, Yildir told mom, panicked, ran away. Got in yeah. trouble. Didn't even finish the conversation. Just fucked right off. <laughs> Bye, mom. Have fun. Uh, to which she ended up narrowing her target on Rarissa, who explained. Mm-hmm. Which is funny, because I feel like that's probably how it normally goes. Like, Renna's not the oldest, but it seems a lot of the times, Mom's like, I have to talk to Renna about this. And Renna's like, fuck, and leaves. And he's like, I gotta talk to Rarissa about this. <laughs> Rarissa's, I think it's because Rarissa's a lot quieter. Yeah. I think that's where it yeah. comes from. Renna's a little more outspoken, a little more social, and Rarissa is a little more secluded. Mm-hmm. So mom is just like, well, I don't want to make Rarissa uncomfortable by grilling her. I'll go to Renna. She can handle it. And then she ends up going to Rarissa anyway, because it's backwards. (laughs) Hey, mom is the only person. Oh, nope. That's a lie. Uh, That uh, I was going to say that she she runs from, but seems like she's been running from other people too so (laughs) (laughs) for different reasons yeah uh yeah uh after that whole awkward situation there was a little joking about calling on persephone cassidy's mom but cassidy was like no i've got this so tim refrained um and then marissa ran away outside and started formulating a plan on how to Get jewels high into the air, which is where your fucking rock throwing contest came into play. Yeah. You all went out there to see what she was doing. She's like throwing a rock in the air. And so the rest of you are like, okay. Like, (laughs) what kills me is you all started testing to see who could do it the best. And then the question of why are you doing this came up. It's like... (laughs) Why why did it take this long to get to this point? But not before. Not that I want to call Cassidy out. Cassidy is the only one that threw their rock into a structure. Uh, Yeah, the (laughs) the only one to cause property damage. Yeah. You still don't know. No idea. Yep. Yeah. (sighs) It was Bosnia's house, wasn't it? How do you know he doesn't live in a stable? Oh, that's terrible. Can't even get um, that man an actual roof over his head. Yeah, no, I mean he's he's got he's got something. Okay. <laughs> she did tell you about jewels. Kind of gave you like a a jewels primer, mm-hmm. and uh, kind of just left it at that. Um, jewels being the person that she talks to, that is in her necklace. Um, we didn't find out about that until later, though. You didn't find out the the deep details, but she did tell yeah. you the person in my necklace. Um, right. Okay. After those things concluded, Cassidy spoke to her father about moving to the court. I love the Cassidy and um, yeah, and uh, Alan interactions. I like. I really like doing his voice a lot. Um. I like trying to just make my voice as deep as it can go and, you know, putting a accent to it. I don't know. It's just fun. Whether it comes out sounding good or not, I have no idea. But uh, I have fun. Um, so that happened. And Rena and Marissa were like, I guess I should suck it up and go home so we can get ready to move into the court. Mm-hmm. And you had a life lesson session with your mother. Oh, God, yeah. As, you know, you set aside your differences, or not your differences, but she told you, I'm not mad. It's okay. I was disappointed. Um, She didn't say that either. (laughs) And Rena asked Mom about how she met Dad, which was a big, long conversation. Yeah. Which kind of has Rena sniffing blood at this, uh, sniffing the blood in the air right now, because she's like, who told on you? You know, like trying to, you oh, know, figure yeah. out who ruined the secret relationship of um, Rowena and Void, which ultimately uh, led to somehow, somehow led to uh, Void. I don't want to call it disappearing. 
but I guess that kind permanent of is a good departure. His what? Permanent departure. Yeah, permanent departure. That's a good way to put it. Um, um, Mom had no idea that Rena's echo looked like Dad. Yeah, that made. I'm I'm telling you now that that hit her. Yeah. It's like <sighs> she hasn't seen him in twenty years. Because Rena's twenty eight, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It broke well, my Rena and Marissa. When she reached out to it, couldn't touch him. Yeah. yeah. And I was like. Oh, mom, I'm sorry. She felt bad about that. Yeah. But it kind of felt better for Rena to be able to, like, look at him and take in that information, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, just to kind of get a sense of, like, oh, you know, mom thought he was okay. Maybe he wasn't actually a bad guy type of deal. So, um, yeah. It, uh, it was a moment for sure. Uh, she um, she's a cool character. I like Rowena. Uh, Rowena also told her though, uh, that she has feelings for Lenar. Not directly. Or she, she asked, "Who, you were having trouble telling how you felt, and you told her it was Lenar." It it was it okay. All right. It was more like. And what do you do when somebody compliments you? Mom was like, right, take right. the damn compliment. Yeah. And then it was like, who's complimenting you? And it's like, right. Lenar. Yeah. Um, and mom seemed to be like, yeah, I always kind of knew that. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Checks out. Um, and, you know, I tried to be funny about it and I dismissed Void. I was like, this is probably something a father never wants to hear their daughter talk about. So Yeah. And um, then you went and called your fucking sister out with Anthea. Yep, sure did. Yeah. Just not like being the center of attention. Yeah, I mean, you fucking so. diverted that real quick because she just trotted right down that hallway and was like, do I have to monitor you too? <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I really think what sparked Renault needing to have that conversation though was at the uh the funeral or the service afterwards and Lenar like put his or it may have been during I don't remember but he like put his arm around her and yep. was like, oh you look good and she was just like ah it was it was during the uh celebration. Yeah. Complete yeah. frozen. Yeah. What do? Yeah. So um after your your close mommy-daughter bonding time where there's actual advice given on how to handle people that you think might like you and shit like that which was hilarious <laughs> i was like i'm here for it i'm gonna start dumping advice um the group reorganized or i'm sorry the group reconvened at the court spend their first night there as their new home which resulted in everybody trying to figure out who's going to sleep where to where Rena just took matters into her own hands and started pulling beds around the house. Yep. So now I have to go edit the map. <laughs> Y'all are going to load in next week and be like, what the fuck? <laughs> what happened in here? Um, after the bed moving situation, uh, Rarissa did go into detail about who Jules is. And what happened, and why she hasn't been talking about him to everybody. Uh, and that Jules has told her of the city of Thrix. Uh, Jules is of the mind that there's lots of people there that can help. And uh, he also mentioned the children of Thrix um, as being helpful or curious. I forget what the exact phrasing was. So, Rena called uh, sister out for talking to it in Infernal. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty funny actually because um, when you asked how it it knew Infernal uh, and she started talking about it, he's I remember he was just like, "Well, I just did that because that's how you talked to me, so I just figured that was what you knew, and I was it was comfortable for you." <laughs> Why does he know Infernal? 
Because he knows Infernal. I... So, okay. Rena's perspective. Mm -hmm. The envoys. Mm -hmm. And the twins. Mm -hmm. the, only, the only ones that know Infernal. Yeah, the only ones so, you're aware of that know Infernal. That's true. So, where the fuck? Well, Who the you fuck? Don't, <laughs> you don't know where Jules came from, either. You don't know what Jules is. We can't even hear him. Only Rarissa can hear him. That's the that's the thing. Um, but she gave you a good chunk of information. You guys are gonna get up onto the the shelf out in the woods, the big labradorite shelf, and you're gonna try and get Jules a bird's eye view so he can see the forest and the way to the city of Thrick. Uh, Rarissa walk in Thea home after that, which they had some. Important discussion. And uh, Anthea told Rarissa how she feels. Yeah. Which, whether it was reciprocated or not, I think it was a pretty big step for them. Absolutely. So, we'll we'll see where that goes. Uh, and then, shortly after that, everyone took a, you know, went to sleep. And the morning uh, continued, or began with uh, Rena and Ulrich going on their ranger training, and Ulrich teaching Rena about tracking, and that was when the session abruptly, unfortunately, ended because hurricane. Thank you, Hurricane Idalia. Yeah. Yeah, bitch. So that's and, a little bit. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, sorry. No, no, please. It ended with uh, <laughs> me, the good old host. Uh, Freezing and Ulrich going, Rena, are you even listening? And uh, yeah, that that was the end of it, right? <laughs> so... Yeah, that was it. I I ended it on <laughs> him saying, Rena, are you listening? That so no, she was <laughs> yeah, because she was not there. Yeah, <laughs> but she would so... have been listening. But yeah, yeah, uh, you can snap out of uh, whatever you know cloud your mind is on when we come back to session 17 she was still tired though um i i never said that when she does wake up early that she enjoys it so <laughs> that's very um, true uh tim's tea uh i'm assuming helped which is yeah nice, so yeah unless it was chamomile then you're on your own oh yeah not the chamomile <laughs> but that's that's where we ended session 16 uh so make sure you go and listen to that if you haven't yet or you know uh catch up on any of these sessions if you feel uh so inclined to do so we're gonna go ahead and cut it off here though we're gonna end this episode of the adventure continues and uh we will be back two weeks from now for the next so thank you everybody and have a great night bye